Fry, yay. All right, just give us a little bit here, y'all. We just got to share this motherfucking stream. So it's better than silence. <laughs> but Roy, what's, what's been good with you, man? Ain't shit, man. Just living, man. Yeah. People stop fucking with you? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's some it, it's some it's somebody out there targeting me. God damn. I mean, you know, what you said was on point, bro. Uh what you said last episode, motherfuckers need a tough skin to do this shit, cause being a man out here, motherfuckers is gunning for you. For you, yeah. Gunning for you. Like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, this is not a, it, you know, it's funny. I think I said this again last episode. It was like, oh, y'all niggas just do this for this. And it's like, man, you know how not easy this life can be sometimes? I ain't never had nobody ha- with, with my, my name in their mouth like that uh, before this. It's a lot of kids. Got somebody making fake, fake, fake pages out there to harassing me. Man, that has got to be a fucking mind fuck, bro. The fuck is going on here? God damn it, post. Sorry, this shit is not. There we go. Thank you to everybody who shared this. Uh, if you hopping on, um, you know, share this live stream, share it in all the groups, share it on your personal profile. Let's get some more people up in here on this stream because it's going to be a heater of a show. So, all right. What's going on? Misha, what's up? What's up? Rena, Kadira, Mike, Jasmine, Misha, Harmony. What's up, Maddie? It's my homegirl right there. Yeah. All right, y'all. So um, thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the Men Like Us podcast. Um, for those of you that don't normally watch or listen, that's listening to this episode, this is a combo show uh, with uh, Niambi, Stanley, and, um, you know, the Trans Tuesday Talks uh, is, is definitely in the house today. So Trans Talk Tuesdays is in the house. So, um, oh, hey, what's up, Lynn? <laughs> so... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So we're going to have some real talk. It is, uh, you know, it's going to be, I have to offer the ceremonial trigger warning. Uh, We are going to say some real shit here. Um, Please understand that this is a show for men, by men, and ladies. For those of you that are new to the show, um, you know, we definitely don't hold our tongues. We say things how we feel here. Uh, We say things in a way that, you know, is palatable for men. So please understand that the way that we talk and how we relate is just being completely honest in the way that men 
will receive it because the show is for men. We're trying to do everything we can to help, you know, educate men, help start their growth, help them learn, um, you know, just provide content for them to help them feel like they're not alone and help them feel some sense of community. Um, you know, we're putting stuff out there that people that a lot of trans attracted men can identify with. Uh, obviously, the ultimate goal is to bring a lot of these brothers, you know, out of being DL and make and get them to be more open and get them to be, you know, um, a better ally for the community and all that stuff. So um, that's why I do the show. That's what the show is for. So when, you know, if we say something or whatever else, if, if the topics get heated, you know, just know that that's just how we do things here. So, again, one last time, trigger warning, trigger, trigger warning. So, um, and before we move on to the rest of the show, first off, I want to say happy Pride Month to everybody. Happy Pride Month. And, um, you know, just, I mean, it's Pride Month, but we, we do this regularly outside of Pride Month. But still, I want to promote some promote some content here. So, you know, please, please, please uh, follow our sisters over at the Box Number 512 podcast grown Black Trans Woman Talk with Aeon and the Lioness. This is a very, very dope show. Uh, the, these women are on top of it. They offer very level-headed views on a lot of things, but, you know, they ride and die for their sisters still, and they got a whole lot of respect. And, fellas, you can learn so much from these two women. Everybody can learn so much from these two women. I love this show. Absolutely love it. And, you know, obviously, Marsha's Plate, Black Trans Podcast, the OG podcast, you know, you got to respect. So, you know, definitely check it out. Support Black Trans Podcast, everybody. Support the content creators out here. Get on these podcasts, become Patreon members of these podcasts, you know, help help keep these podcasts alive because they're important and they uh, offer an amazing, amazingly crucial point of view. Um, and what else do I have? I have something else. Oh, well, I mean, shit for this one. Everybody, please, please, please. Nope. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go to the Men Like Us YouTube channel. Subscribe. We need more subscribers. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers as soon as possible. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, take a couple minutes. Go over to YouTube. Find, find Men Like Us on YouTube and uh, hit that subscribe button. That's all you got to do. You don't got to watch no videos. Just hit subscribe. It'll do a, a world of good for me here. So, um, And with that, I will bring on our guest. So uh, first and foremost... Bring on the Ambi. Hello. Hey. Hello. 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 What's going on, Chris? Hey, Roy. What's going on? Hello. And back again uh, for a second week in a row is uh, our friend Michaela. Hey, Michaela. So I mean, uh, you know, a lot of ladies, a lot of ladies. Please go and support Michaela Love's gymnastics. It is the yes. season. Y'all gonna want to know the real tea about what's going on at the Olympics. Gymnastics. Wow. Yes, definitely support that. We uh we showed it last week and we'll show it again. <laughs> 
So uh, give me one second here. We go show everybody where to find this. Which y'all need to support Michaela, uh, Michaela's YouTube channel. And my Twitter. I'm trying to get monetized on both platforms. <laughs> hey, well, get them dollars. So there you go. Michaela loves gymnastics on YouTube. Yeah. Get there and subscribe. So, um, yeah, ladies, I, I know a lot of ladies really wanted us to, they, they always want us to bring other women on the show to provide a different perspective. Uh, usually I tell them, no, you can just go watch somebody else's stuff to get the women's perspective. But, uh, you know, I do let women on here from time to time. And, and no, these are not yes ladies. These are women that will straight up sun me if I'm out of, out of line, if I need to be red. Uh, there's so, so many people I waiting. Y'all already know what I get. Yes, yes. And that's why we love you. You keep it real. <laughs> that's why we love you. It keeps it, it keeps it 100. So, you know. Yeah. I already follow my, my Facebook channel, so y'all already know what oh. I get. So, y'all follow Michaela on Facebook. She's just out there like she just chooses violence every day. <laughs> she just wakes up like I'm gonna be violent. It just says I'm like, oh my god. Like, damn, you got she you like she's begging somebody like cancel me, motherfucker. I dare you. Cancel me. <laughs> Shit. So um the, the 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 first topic that I wanted to cover here with all of us here was um, something that we talked about a little bit last week. Oh, but, wait. Oh. Hold on. That's there fine. There we so, go. The reason why we talked about it a little, we started with it a little bit last week was because um, I saw a post from Niambi on Facebook and it really spurred a lot of discussion. And, you know, this is a topic that we, we talked about before, but it's I'm cool to address it again. Um, I want to show Niambi, I want to show your Facebook post and then I'm going to just let you take it away mm-hmm. and, you know, just help us understand where, where you're at in all this and, and your mindset and, you know, you just introduce the topic. So give me one second. I'm pulling it up. Oh, this one. Okay. So um, the Facebook post. Oh wait, I can't read that. It's too fucking <laughs> too small. Okay. So um, let's see here. All right, yeah. So it's what uh, Niambi posted. I swear, a lot of you men be so obvious collecting trans women like Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, and we got pictures. Of of different people with a lot of mutual friends, right? So I'm gonna just let you take it away, sis. Okay, okay. First and foremost, to the ladies that are included in that post, that post the post came from a loving, loving place. I don't want I don't want anybody to make that. You know, I don't want to make anybody feel feel like that I'm putting them like on front street or out on display, like a like a lot of these men are doing. So for that aspect of it, I do apologize, but I do not backtrack off, off of what I meant. Um, the, the you know, and, and uh, uh, there there are 
the majority of trans women know what know who I am referring to. I am in no way to no way referring to all men. Anybody that knows me knows I know the difference. Um, but what I was referring to was if Facebook is a way and is, is a social media platform to where we are able to see all layers of you. I truly don't think that trans women should be the only layer of you, if that makes any sense. And the thing about it is, it's it's that the the the, the guys who I'm referring to know who I'm referring to. Um, the ones that are nothing but trans women. And as soon as I, and the thing about it is, this comes from experience from the times that I've been online, is that as soon as one of these types of men are accepted into your circle on social media, it's very high. How you doing? How big's your dick? I don't have time for that. So if I see that this, this type of display on a gentleman's page, I automatically know what it's giving. You know what I mean? I automatically know what, you know, what what their uh what their motives are because you have them on display. Like, I mean, these are men that don't have no type of family members with their profile, no type of like nothing, like like nothing that they may have cooked. Like, bitch, nothing. But nothing but layers and layers of trans women. You know what I mean? And then you have people, you have these types of men who actually go through your girlfriends to get to your profile. You know what I'm saying? So these are the types of men that I'm referring to. And again, to the young ladies that that they were put with display, it was just to be used as an example of what of how excessive this is. Because those young ladies that I posted were uh there were four. Four or five men at the top of my friend uh, uh, friend request, and all of them are nothing but trans women. Like, there's something wrong with that for me. For me, mm. for me, there's something wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, if I go with a gentleman's profile and I see, like, I see a couple of my mutual friends, but I see family members, if they have children, if they went to school, what they do for a living, I don't care. I don't care. You can have whoever you want to, but something about trans women, honey, it's a fetish to me. To me, mm. it's a fetish for that person for me, and I don't have time for that, so it's a no go. <laughs> so you know, just to put you know, you know, a couple of things into perspective, but it's a no go. Well, there's the nuance. <laughs> and like I was telling, um, and like I was, I guess I was telling you guys on Clubhouse. It's the same thing when we're talking about white people, right? We don't have time to say, we're not talking about all white people. We're talking about the racist white people or the Trump supporters or whatever the case may be. So we just assume that, you know, if we're not talking about you, if it if it don't apply, let it fly, right? And, and sometimes as a trans woman, right, at, we could be defending ourselves so hard, right? And then you guys think we're talking about you just because we're saying men or black men or whatever the case may be. And I just think it needs to be some kind of middle ground where the, the allies, the supporters, the men who you know love trans women and date trans women have to understand we're not directing these comments towards you guys. 
Well, you know, I would say that is, um, <sighs> I, I'm going to just speak for myself out here, and I'm just going to say that's not the norm. I think a lot of times when I hear some women from the community just, you know, go on rants about men and talk all sorts of shit about men, uh, you know, they're including everybody. And and it, it, it really gives that, like, it, it isn't, like, I know in your heart, Michaela, and in your heart, Nianby, like, this, there's a difference here, but not everybody differentiates. Everybody sees, sure. not everybody, but there are a lot of people that see men, period, the same. So a lot of times for me, I, I do, I, I have to fight to not be triggered or just not to immediately react uh, when, when people are like, well, men, or especially when they go hard on black men and I'm like, but I'm a black man. Right. No, those are just the black men you fucking with. Like, don't, right, right. don't drive and me in that shit. Michaela said, you know what I mean? That comes from our experience. Mm-hmm. And the thing that is with trans women, as you, as you, as you become more in tune with yourself and as you grow in your transition, you learn to, di- you, it's, it's a learning process. You learn how to differentiate who is for you and who is not for you. So it's all about it's all about growth as well mm. as far as the trans woman goes. You know what I mean? Because you know you 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 you, ju- you just have to come to that point to where, yeah, you know, ev- everybody is not going to be the same. You know what I mean? But you don't know that you know going into transition, you know, at, at twenty years old or in your teens or even in your early thirties. You know what I mean? It's not something. It, it's something that it's, that it's a learning process. Yes. You know, and we're you know we try not to be products of our experience as well because bitch, if you keep running into motherfuckers that are just treating you bad, treating you bad, treating you bad, eventually you'll be like, oh, all these motherfuckers. You know, that's why a lot of you know a lot of men, you know, a, a lot of uh, trans women and women in general start dating outside their race, which is a whole other conversation. You know what I mean? Because you know. At, at, at some point, where do you start changing certain things to complement your way of life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead sure. of attracting certain energies towards you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you now, know, I mean, look, I'm, I'm all about like, okay, so I, I actually hadn't heard of this whole like divestment movement until I got on Clubhouse. So they were talking, a lot of people were talking about like divesting from black men and X, Y, and Z. But, you know, I've always been a a huge proponent and I've been a huge proponent of people going where they're appreciated, where they feel appreciated. Like never feel like you have to be, oh, I got to stick with just this group. Oh, if you're not feeling appreciated here, go somewhere else. That don't mean you don't fuck with black men, period. Just broaden your, your, your palate. You know, now you're dating black guys and Latin guys or black guys and I don't know, Asian guys. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how many women dating. Like shit. How about yeah, there you go. Like just go where you appreciate it. Real talk. So like I've I've yeah, always been a proponent of that. I want to touch on a point the Emmy made earlier, which is uh-huh. um I think you guys should 
also appreciate and understand that sometimes some of these conversations, just like this podcast is for men, some of our conversation is just for each other, right? It's just for another yes. trans woman, right? And sometimes these are warnings. It looks like attack to you guys, but what they actually are are warning to our sisters, like, watch out for this guy. This guy, you know, is doing this to people inbox, or this guy just is like, hey, how you doing? Dick bitch. You know, it's 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 warnings, is it's a way of us protecting our other sisters, right? You may not know. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we do that too. So <laughs> yes. I have warned some brothers about some things. Hey man, just so you know, this is this is happening. I'm not a gossip queen, but I protect my brothers. And I give a fuck about these niggas. So I'm gonna let them know. And you know, it, it's it's you it's what's funny is with this the birth of this community and with it growing. You know, fellas are talking more than they ever have been. And, you know, dudes are starting to get hip to certain certain ladies and what they're doing. So, you know, that that is definitely a, a, a thing a lot more now where, you know, hey, man, just so you know, I messed with her. She was doing this, this, and this. Just keep an eye out for these behaviors, X, Y, and Z. Maybe she's changed. Maybe she hasn't. At least you're aware of what could happen so you can dodge that bullet if, you know, you start to sense it. So like we 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 talk now. We talk a lot more now. So that it's crazy. Network that communication network is out there. And when I say the communications network is out there, like a brother from Washington uh you know had warned me about somebody that I was just starting to talk to and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I started to like just be more aware and the signs were right in front of my face. I'm like, "Oh shit." He he gave me the playbook. And she was doing the same stuff to me. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, we're going to have to uh, talk a little bit later. Like, we're all good. And I just distanced myself. So, I mean, it is. Uh, I think every, I think people should be talking a lot more because I think there are, you know, bad experiences waiting for folks on both sides of the coin that, you know, there's just some folks out here who should not be trying to partner with anybody. Really. Yeah, true that. <laughs> what you're talking about partners, right? Shit. What I'm talking about is also something deeper than that. Is it's actually a matter of life and death, actually, in some situations when it comes to certain girls, right? If I can remember it was this girl who made this very public post about her her ex, right? That um he was whooping her and beating up on her and stuff like that. And the girls was ignoring it. And she kept doing it, and then people labeled her as a man basher. She just hated all men. The next relationship, the man was in, he ended up killing the girl. He's in prison right now. Right. Mm. So, yeah, see, and see, and that's where, and, and that right there is where, I mean, we're going to be talking about, like, how pride and, like, where, you know, um, trans-amorous men should stand within it. We're going to be talking about that later. But that has a lot to do with like us being out here have, having to always fend for ourselves and look out for our sisters and look out for you know people within our community because everybody doesn't have our best interest nearly nobody has our best interest so we don't have anybody else to look out for us but each other you know what i mean and even mm -hmm. then sometimes it's still shady you know what i'm saying so it you know it's very shady. Mm. <laughs> You know, so it's just, it's crazy. 
Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Um, I mean, no, we can go on to that because I think we done kind of went, you know, I, I, I appreciate you explaining the nuance in the Facebook friend conversation because, you yeah. know, a lot of guys we see, they were like, hold on now. Yeah, it's, not, it's not all men. It's not all men. And, and, and no, you, but it's a lot, though. It's a lot. And, and it's a lot of them in the DL, in, in the um, DL lifestyle because you touched on a lot of things that I did when I was DL. Mm-hmm. So... Nah, that 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 that's prevalent, and that's more, and and it's more happening than we know about because it's coming from a lot of DL men who just trying to get in. And with that being said, everything that you are doing for our community, everything and being visible and standing up, and you uh, you got fake fake profiles, you know, pretending to be you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm from from a trans woman's perspective, a grown trans woman that knows how to give people their roses while they are here. Thank you for standing up and being visible and standing with us, not in front of us, not behind us, but standing with us in solidarity for what's going on right now. Thank you too for uh, Chris for your podcast. You know what I mean? And, and Door from the heart. Door from right. the heart. These are the types of things that we need. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? To, to erase a lot of the stigmas that are going on. Because this is shit that we deal with every single day. So it's gonna take it's gonna take all of this. Absolutely. So I think um this is all a part of the uh I, I I would never have the hubris to believe that, you know, what I do and what Roy do is the whole solution. But I definitely think it's a piece of the puzzle to move things in a positive direction overall for everybody. Absolutely. So, you know, I think I think it's definitely a needed piece of the puzzle for sure. So, you know, fellas out there, be out, start standing up more. Like that's how I met Roy. I didn't I wasn't even aware of Roy until um there was a post that he did that was public and it was last I think it was last year, early last year. Last year. He did a, a post that was public with um, his now ex, but it was like people were savaging the fuck out of him. And there was actually like an alert that went off in the men's group that I was in. And they were like, hey, y'all dive in this post, help this brother out. And I'm like, we all in there doing battle with all these, you know, transphobic ass cis people just going back and forth with these people all day defending our brother. And, um, you know, I had a lot of respect for that dude. I continue to have respect for Roy because, I mean, he's really putting it on the line. Putting it on the line out there, and he's just unrepentant, and we need more brothers like like him, for real. So much respect to you, dude. Can I say something, you guys? And then, yeah. me, I want your opinion on this, really, bro. You know, they brought this up here on this show to give the feminine opinion on these subjects, right? So when a man like Roy do come out, ladies... <laughs> Right. I need y'all not to attack him. I need y'all to not create whole phony Facebook profiles attacking these dudes. I need for y'all to, to stop all of these men, but yet be in these men's inboxes, right? I need for y'all to stop Come sending pictures to the damn brothers in the inboxes, too. This is a two-way conversation. Trust and believe. Me and my sister, Niambi, is all about accountability. Yes. I'm not gonna sit up. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna have me sit up here and just be up here man bashing because that is not what I do. Because the reason why a lot of these guys be up in y'all inboxes is because of the stuff that y'all do on social media, right? 
it's a very two-way conversation. Yep, yep. The years and years and years of you getting in relationships with these guys and feeling that you have this power over them to blow them up, to out them. If you are looking at yourself as a woman and that you profess to be, why do you feel like that you need to out a man to validate yourself? You know what I mean? If you are a woman, you are a woman. This means that you're looking at yourself as a, as a dude, as a homie, as a homie lover friend. As a man, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's like that all of that is not necessary, and this stuff has been going on for generations and generations. Now, granted, we all do we all do things out of hurt and out of anger and out of the way that we're being treated, but that's not every situation. You know what I mean? You don't get to play the victim all the time. Sometimes the man is the victim to the shit that you're bringing to the team. So a lot of needs to be made apparent too because the man is not in the relationship by himself. Because let's be real, the only reason why a lot of these outings are happening is not because you're upset because the man was in your inbox. You just found out he was in other girls' inbox and you just want to hurt him. As long as it was as long as you believed it was between you two, you were cool with the inbox picture of trading and so on and so forth. But the second you, you found out that it wasn't exclusive and he was just throwing, you know, the pictures and everybody in about now you're upset. Now these posts are being created. Mm. Can we um uh and I'm I, I'm gonna just derail the conversation a little bit here. Can we talk about the uh and this happens a lot, the fantasy where it's like, you know, the guy that <laughs> you're dealing with is the only like you're the only one that he's dealing with he's never dealt with trans women before like sometimes I run into some situations where women feel like you should have eyes for me and no one else and I feel like sometimes people try and claim folks and we ain't done nothing but had a video conversation oh yeah and it's like no but you being a chaser you talking to everybody and I'm like we only talked once, and now I'm talking to this other person uh, two weeks later. Like, Why are you going to tell that girl to play in traffic then? Because you, you didn't make any type of... <laughs> you didn't make any type of commitment. There's no right type of commitment. See, that's why transparency is so important, mm-hmm. and being honest from the gate is so important. That way you don't you know, you're not building each other up for disappointment. You know what I mean? On both sides of the fence. If you're single, you're single. Exactly. If you're with somebody saying it's complicated, I'll break it off here first before I get it all in, you know, into something with you. You know what I mean? There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of the lack of being honest and transparent with each other because everybody's out here trying to impress each other and give this wonderful mm. place impression. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Put all of your cards on the table and then they they can choose whether they want to fuck with it or not fuck with it. That way nobody's lied to, nobody's deceived or anything like that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I get that, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know, I get people like kind of skip steps sometimes. They want to just jump straight into like infatuation and all that stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, we're 
we're not even talking, talking like that. Like, cause you know, I, I get it. If, if Niambi, if you and I have been communicating and we've been video chatting every day for like a month, I get it. If I get how you might be upset if I was video chatting with you and you were like, oh, and you also video chatting with my friend every day. Like what the fuck? I get that. And it isn't like a relationship thing, but I've heard it explained to me as a, like when you're talking to somebody, it's kind of like a pending relationship. Well, what, what it depend, It also depends on how how much of your emotions are involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. The, the, you know when your when your emotions are involved, that's the person that takes up most of your time, mm-hmm. most of most of your energy. You know what I mean. So I can understand that. But if there hasn't been any type of common denominator, like common like fact, to where we are actually talking then I really don't think that that person owes anybody anything. You know what I mean? I just really, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. You know what I mean? Unless we are actually actively, you know, made it clear what we're doing. And that's why communication is, should just be from the door. You know what I mean? That way all Facts. of that should be alleviated. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And I oh. think more growth needs to just ask people, are you my nigga? Like, are, are we together? Like, so no confusion could be because because of our trauma as trans people, a lot of us are looking for love and just from anybody, right? So the so when somebody shows you they're they're nice, they're showing you things, they're buying you things without sexual gratification behind that gift. Um, we tend to take things differently than men do. Mm. And I think one of the things is when when people jump into this community and say, fuck it, I'm going to start dating trans women, right? They try to date trans women the exact same way as they date cisgender women, right? Because, you know, sister, they they can date like five sister and women at the same time as long as sister and women don't know each other it's cool mm, wow yeah yeah with trans women like I explained before our, even though it's a lot of us our community is so small the likelihood that out of the five trans women that you're talking to I might know and I'm not just saying no like hey girl hey Facebook I'm like I may know three of them is a likelihood. And I don't think you, I don't think men who enter this community take that into consideration. So when they're dating us, like they try to date the women, it tends not to work. And then you get the label of chaser, or DL, or player, or, or whatever. Wait, that's not you guys, it, I, uh, I can't speak. Intention but that's the outcome. That's how a lot of the girls feel because, you know, men really aren't nice to us. Men really do just come, like a lot of girls never really had relationships before. A lot of girls just get hit up at three or four o'clock in the morning and be like, open the door. And they'd be right there opening the damn door. And so when you get that kind of attention, you expect a different outcome. So then when you get the same outcome, you're like, damn, all men are the same. So then the girls start just throwing it up and that's where the bitterness comes from because they don't see the difference because 
men, it takes men a couple of mango seasons to understand that, oh shit, I can't do that because, yeah, even though this bitch live in California and this bitch live in New York, they probably know each other. Like, it takes people a couple of mango seasons to really understand the dynamic of the community. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there, there you have it, fellas. <laughs> there yeah. is that, you know, a lot and of the ladies know each other. That, that, that again goes to Chris's point of the, the topic that we get ready to get into that it should not be expected for a trans amorous guy or trans attractive guy to know everything there is to know about our community. Listen, I'm just going to say it. To, to the young lady that was talking to Chris earlier, girl, you're wrong, girl. All right. It's not their responsibility to know everything there is to know about our community. Their job is to stand in support of us, stand with us, defend us when need be, and that's it. They don't need to know about freaking ballroom. They don't need to know about all these other uh, extra facets of our life. I mean, unless they, they're, they're showing an active interest in it, then it's fine. But other than that, that is not a requirement to be with a trans woman that, that they're supposed to know all there is to know the ins and outs about our community. Yeah, That's so... <laughs> you know, we were talking about this before we went live a little bit, but, um, you know, so I had a friend and um, we were talking and it, it came up that uh, I'm going to be honest. So full disclosure, everybody, uh, my friend said I should be embarrassed about this, by the way, but I never heard of ballroom um, before I watched Pose. So before Pose didn't know anything about ballroom and uh like it, when i when i saw it on pose i'm like wow this is cool wait you guys really do this like this is for real oh wow this is dope as fuck like that's cool but um you know it's just like wow i wouldn't admit that you should be embarrassed about that and i'm like yeah but should i be like no. the, the the reality is that a lot of guys that are trying a lot of straight men who are trying to date women in the trans community um, are not queer. We're not part of queer community. We don't identify as part of queer community. We don't identify as any part of the LGBT community typically. So we're coming from this cis hetero straight life of outside the community. I don't know shit about this community. Like, yeah, I can learn, I guess, once I'm here, but you know, my interests still lie in video gaming, NBA, and I don't know, sci-fi movies and stuff. Like I, I have other interests that have nothing to do with the community. And if I and if I didn't want to dive headfirst into ballroom culture and learn about it and 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 and, and steep myself in it, I should have the right not to. Like I shouldn't have to learn about these things and make it a part of my life. I get respecting the culture, like I totally respect it. And you know, let's say if uh Nambi, I'm using it as an example again. If I was dating the Ambi and she was like, hey, I'm going to a ball. I want you to come with. I'm going to roll with her, but it's never going to be in my eye. They're like, hey, babe, there's a ball in town. We got to go. Like, the fuck up. What the hell I need to go to a ball? Like, it doesn't have, like, if, 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 like, if you're dating a trans woman, your interest doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, you could be there and support, but your interests don't automatically change and you don't change who you are 
<laughs> you know what I mean, as a whole, to fit into this community. I mean, that doesn't make that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. That doesn't make like, sense to me. And even okay. if a man did do that, the girls would be calling him all kinds of sissies and gay and all kinds of derogatory terms. Like, I just don't get the girls. Or trying to, like, try to have him up at the balls and stuff. I just don't get the girls at times, for real, for real. Like, especially the girls with the platform. Because they love to tell you men, come out, stand up for us, march with us. Speak, brother, speak. But every time one of you guys do speak, they be like, oh, no, that's not what we were talking about. You're toxic. You're, you're, you're all, all the derogatory things they say about you guys. And, and I just, I'm really frustrated by this because it's like, I'm married, so I'm not dating, which is, thank you, Lord Jesus. But. <laughs> For my sisters who are single, it's in our best, it's in you all's best interest to, you know, want men to understand what, a, you know, you don't want to be the teacher. If you, we all keep saying we don't want to be the teachers. Well, when they are educated, we can't, you know, defame them for being educated either. Like, make up our minds, girls. Like, you can't have it both ways. Well, you know, I also feel guilty sometimes when, like, uh, you know, I, I did ask six in the men's group once. I'm like, yo, is it? Am I wrong if I am just not interested in watching a lot of the trans trauma porn that's out there? Like, am I wrong if I just don't want to watch some of these movies or documentaries or shows or whatever? Like, if I just don't feel like watching it? Like, I watched Disclosure. Uh, greatly underwhelmed by it, uh, but maybe that's just because I'm such a TV nut, and you know I already knew a lot about, especially old TV that they talked about. But it was just like I didn't learn anything. You know, this wasn't substantial. Everybody was blown. Oh, you gotta see disclosure. And I'm like, well, that's the last time I watched some of that shit. Like I never watched Paris's. Is it Paris is burning? I was going to say Rome is burning. Uh, Paris is burning. I mean, I know like a lot of people say, yo, that is a very important piece of media. You have to see it. And I'm like, I don't have any interest in watching it. It doesn't interest you. Why should you watch something that you're not interested in? I tried to make my husband watch that movie when we first started dating. And I just saw the blank look on his face. I'm like, I don't give a damn about none of this shit. And I'm like, oh, you do it. Okay. <laughs> Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't make you. I, I feel it's kind of like the same as like making you sit down and watch a documentary about the 1985, 1985 Chicago Bears. Like I'm, Girl, I'm not gonna make you make I, you watch a, a sports documentary. <laughs> like that's my shit. But I, I have an interest in that, or I have an interest. You're not gonna sit down and watch uh, Star Trek the original series from the 1960s. Like, I'm not going to make oh, you sit down. You have to learn about what I'm into. Now, I get it's different because with trans folks, with a lot of women in trans media, this is like, yo, this is my culture. And I respect Wait. that. If you... Okay. Trans women don't watch Star Trek? Wait. No, no, they do. They do. Some, oh, some okay. do. I've had multiple streams on here with talking with trans women about Star Trek. Shout out to Yamara Jones and Ryder Monroe. Shout out to my mom. She loves Star Trek. I just can't. 
<laughs> That's how I got into it. My mom made me watch it, so she, she, it's her fault I'm a nerd. But um, you know, I, I just, I just sometimes I feel a little guilty. Like, man, am I not really being a good like ally or partner if I just don't feel like watching it or taking and not just Paris is Burning, but you know anything else? I'm just like I just don't feel like it. Like La Veneno, I watched like part of it and I just stopped. At all myself, like Pose is actually good. I support the whole show. I support all the actors and actresses on the show. It's just not an experience that I can relate to because in Florida we didn't have barber, we had the stroll. So when they make a stroll show, I'll probably be all in for it. But shout out to Monica Roberts, Houston. But yeah, but see, for for me, I'm the opposite of Michaela. You know what I mean? Although I had, you know, my, you know, I grew up, you know, with sex work and all of that. Ballroom raised me. You know what I mean? I was born in ballroom. Like we talked about before the show, Chris, you know, a lot of people have, you know, that, um, you know, we talked about that gateway into the scene. Yes. For me, it was it, it was ballroom because there was no other avenue for me to get into the scene. So you know, once I found you know, once I found that you know, that's what, how I was able to you know, kind of identify with those on a deeper, more intimate level is because I lived it. You know what I mean? So you know, but um, that's not every. But at the same time, that like Michaela said, that's not everybody's story. You know what I mean? That's not everybody's way of entering the scene. And I don't think that you should be privy and made to learn everything that there is about our scene if it doesn't interest you. You know, so. But That's ahead. why a girl like me follows T.S. Madison because I understand her journey. I understand, Even when she's calling people punks, I understand it because that's just the way we talk down there, right? It means nothing to us. Like, those aren't offensive words to us. So then when you go into a community, you have to understand, like, oh, no, that is offensive, girl. You can't say that shit. So then, you know, you have to deprogram yourself. So I, I, mean, I completely understand that. But I want to ask you two something. Yeah. Huh? No, no, no. What's the question? How do you guys feel about the angel and um, I don't even know the character's name. India's more character on the show. Oh. Um, Wedding. Like I, I always want to ask a man, how did they feel about that? Because I have mixed feelings about it. Like real, real. Like I get it. The community goes up for it, but I feel like once again they gave the community a fairy tale that is. I'm not gonna say it's unreachable, but it's just very rare, very rare. Uh, Roy did. I, I didn't even see it. I I didn't see it. I I've seen. I haven't even seen season three. I like to binge watch a whole season all at once. So, like, after this last episode, I'll probably watch it the whole season in, like, two days. But uh, go ahead, Roy. Yeah, I don't I don't know too much about it because I don't only watch, like, the, the first three episodes of season three. <laughs> well, uh, the, the, that whole relationship is, like, I, I don't identify with it myself as a trans attracted or trans amorous man because again like i said before a lot of the guys in this space are coming from outside the community poppy was already in there 
He was already out there selling himself on the piers. He was already selling drugs. He was already a part of this house. Like, you know, and they just ended up hooking up, and that's cool. Um, but I, I see it and I don't really identify with it because it wasn't, you know, if 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 she had turned around and made it work with Stan, I would identify with that a whole lot more than, you know, uh Poppy. So well, you know what? That that's what that you know, the thing about it was back then in the in the uh late eighties and early nineties, that's who the trans attracted and trans amorous guy was. It was a guy that was an opportunist in the scene, whether he sold drugs, whether he protected the girls with the stroll, whether he made sure that the girls were okay with the stroll, whether he was, you know, walking ballroom for a house but was straight. It was always an opportunity. Mm. This was before you were. That's where the word trade comes from. Right, right, Mm. right. That's where the term trade comes from. She's exactly right. He was a jack you know, of all trade. And it was so all it was the jack of all trade. It was an opportunist thing. Mm. So, I mean, speaking of opportunists, then we have to always, whenever I talk about Pose, I always bring up the, the character that nobody remembers his name ever. Oh. But uh, I remember it, Darius from season one. He was the guy that was reading poems. The 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 what is it the b boy? Darius. That's the name of the guy that was reading the poems that got Blanca's like, you know, thought, had her thinking that she had found somebody who liked her. And then she found out that it, he was actually running through all the girls. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, and they like ran him out, and I'm like, that's crazy that I know him because of that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I always bring up Darius. I'm like, all we had as representation for trans amorous men is Darius and Stan, and that ain't good. That's how, but no shade. That's that's what it. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was given. Was cool. was we had a little fairy tale doctor in there, or the guy so that doesn't count as trans amorous. I mean, he does because we we have guys in um in my group that. Well, we have a we have trans men in in the men's only group, and then we also have you know guys who are bisexual. So like, yeah, he does. I'm just saying I don't identify with it because I'm not bisexual and I'm not from inside the community. So and most of the guys in my group are coming from outside of the queer community. So it's just like we see this and we're like, okay, that's cute. She met a guy inside the community, but that's not most of our stories. So we look at it and we're just like, all right, well. I get that, you know. Yeah. Particularly like it, the, like the story, or like that, that was the ending note of Pose was they gave the girls another fairy tale, just like Noah's art. It was like, okay, this completely straight man who, you know, was just turning tricks for people for cash and just so, so happened to stumble into the community and. Started walking balls and started falling in love with me and get all that shit up and just be the good upstanding man and put up with my shit and and love me and marry me and all this other shit. It's just it's just such a fairy tale that Yeah, I she did not make it easy. She did make it hard on that boy. She, she he was like he had to love her through some <laughs> shit. He did. He was he was the consummate like 
perfect guy. He had to love her through some faults and some and some uh, self destructive um, uh, actions. And I remember, do like, see, do you see when it came out that he had a son? How that was just like the all end all be all. Everything is all, but you're forgetting all of the stuff that he sacrificed for, you know, for you. And th that's where it kind of like went left for me mm. because, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, from a trans woman's perspective, I can kind of see, you know, I, I kind of identify with her a little bit because, you know, that's one thing that we yearn to be, you know, we, we yearn to have this like family dynamic, you know what I mean, with the husband and the child and the kumbaya and all of that. Yeah. But, you know, in the, in, in, you know, but to be honest and to be perfectly transparent, you know what I mean? Um, nature doesn't have it. You know, nature didn't, per, you know, per, permit it to that way. We had to create our own nature. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that, you know, in, in a lot of times that, that in a lot of instances that that specific dynamic is not possible with a cis man. It's possible. <laughs> Let's all be clear on that. <laughs> to all of the people that are watching out there that think that it's not possible. It is possible, just not with a cis man. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. you know. You know, in, in, in doing that, that that's kind of where it went left with me because, you know, trans women, we have to be aware of the people and appreciate the people who sacrifice themselves for us. We tend to push them down when we should not, when we should not, when we should be lifting them up. Now that I'm going to shut up. Go ahead, John. <laughs> no, no, you brought up something interesting. I mean, I have to say I was uh, pleasantly surprised once I started uh, speaking to women in this community um, and how many of them were actually interested in being mothers. You know, I, I was very much surprised because I, I definitely still plan on having children at some point, plan on doing that. And um, there's a lot of women that are perfectly fine with that. And obviously they're not carrying the child, but, you know, my goal is to obviously find somebody to partner with Mary, all that stuff. And then, you know, we plan our family accordingly after the fact through surrogacy or whatever else. So, um, but there, there, I was really surprised at how many women were like, actually, like, yeah, you know what? I want that. Like, I, I, I think I would make a good mother. And that's, I think that's true of a lot of women in this community. I think there's a lot of really strong women in this community that have a lot of love to give. Well, you know, that, that comes from, us being the products of who raised us, you know what I mean? So we're always going to have that, um, even if it, if it comes young or even as we grow in our transition, we're always going to have that nurturing aspect. That's why you have like things like house mothers and chosen mothers and stuff like that, because we're used to providing. Whether, you know what I mean, you know, whether it's our significant other, whether it's our chosen children, mm -hmm. whatever it is, we gain that nurturing aspect, whether it's from our mother or our grandmother or our aunt or whoever, whatever female that's in our family, we have that nurturing aspect. So I'm not surprised that the, a lot of trees women want to be mothers. Yeah. 
actually, you know, I was really surprised when um, one of my friends was like, yeah, you know, that's my mother in community. And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck you need a mother in a community for? Like, ain't you grown? And, uh, but I kind of got it when I, I was talking to a woman and I'm going to just disclose it and y'all could just share it with her. But, you know, I had a conversation with uh, Claudette Glaze. And we, you know, we talked, and That's my you know, yeah, <laughs> she's good peoples. And, and I had a great con. We had a great conversation, and I was just like, wow. Like after I, I I got off the phone with her, got done talking to her, I was like, man, okay, so that's what this dude was talking about. That's what he's getting from a woman who has a lot of experience, wisdom, and just gives you that feeling like somebody's looking out for you in this space. Right. And, and I'm just like, yo, yeah, it was. She definitely gave those vibes and it made me, uh, talking to her made me understand what he needed and what he was looking for out of his mother in this right. community. Right. So, I mean, thanks to Claudette. I, I mean, without her, I wouldn't have never understood it. Yeah. Because again, coming yeah, from Cis World. Auntie and mother before I even met, before I even met her, when she was doing vlogs like back in the day, just looking at her and her feel and everything was something that was what was you, I, I was used to having like in mm. my life that 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 you know that older you know feminine energy just you know uh, you know showering and protecting me you mm -hmm. know what I mean so you know that and she gives that you know what I mean she gives that so before I even met her I was like I don't know who you gonna be in my family but you gonna be somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Shout out to her. But I would like to say this before we move on to the next subject. Ladies, if you get your man hooked on cocaine, please do not expect a fairy tale wedding at the end of that relationship. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. She's right. That was out of left field with that way. girl. <laughs> <laughs> It's got, got a point, but you know, like, and we all know Pose is a fan. It's a fictional show. That's yeah, great. and I don't like Pose for that because the one that everybody was a motherfucker doing drugs, bitch. You know, there was a lot yeah. of sex workers, bitch. There was a lot of um people who crafted and did credit cards and checks, bitch. Everybody wasn't strung out and sick. Yep, but that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's 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 a drama, and you know, uh, I, I would say like of all the media that's out there, I like that one the most, just because it's a just it's just a good show. They craft yeah, some characters it, that you it, really it, give it, a it fuck was, about. It was very. I think a lot yeah. of people are, especially that were back on my era, are were were so hooked up on the accuracy of it. Because mm -hmm. it was, you know, the story, you know, people, people of today can definitely appreciate it because, you know, it's a period piece. Yes. But, you know, but people from back in my day are kind of like looking at it from the accuracy of it. And it's like, girl, calm down. It, it doesn't have to be all that accurate because, yes. you know, it still is a fantasy. I mean, if people cared about accuracy, then, you know, Paris is Burning would be like one of the hottest movies of all time. But yeah. people are running to pose because it's a drama that's entertaining. It's just, yeah, it's not reality. But right. it does introduce people to a lot of concepts like ballroom. For me, never heard of it before. But it, it does introduce a lot of people to those concepts. And it also introduces 
the general mainstream population to the difficulties that a lot of trans women have, especially yeah. in the dating world, with yeah. that whole Stan storyline, like how he left her and how all of that shit was rocky and fucked up and like the the the, the Darius thing. I don't know what happened with the doctor. I don't. Did, did he ever come back on season three? They just never revisit that. Remember well, the doctor that she met on the island? You know, they had their little girl getaway. Oh, yeah. He never came back. She, yeah. she was okay. with this, like new guy or whatever. But yeah, she I got mean, new boo. And that's where and that's where the fantasy aspect. I mean, I, I love the fact that Pose created the element that trans women are able to be loved. You know what I mean? Because um, there are plenty of relationships that are very fulfilling and 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 um you know that that were that trans women are able to be in fulfilling relationships you know what i mean without you know all of the freaking hoopla that you know surrounds you know certain things um and that trans women are able to be loved oh. people well no they're saying that he's still okay they're saying that's the same guy wait she got a new doctor or no, they're saying that she's still with him, and then somebody it's else the said same that was. Does just change characters? I don't know. I gotta watch season three. I'm oh, I'm so God. far behind on this <laughs> shit, y'all. I just hate why I yeah, I hate wait wait next week for the next episode. I don't want to wait a whole fucking week. I want my shit to roll like Netflix and just keep going and keep going. Chris and yes, Chris, you're not that young. You're, I mean, we're all about the same age, right? We used to have to wait on for fucking commercials all the time. Oh, like, I hate it. Oh, God. I hate it. I pay extra money for no... If if there is a... If there is a platform that does not offer a commercial-free option, you, I probably won't have it. Oh. So, every I pay extra for a commercial-free all the time. I can't. I, I, you know what? Okay, I got an Amazon really quick. I know we're going Cyrus with this, but there was a there was a, a Cyber Monday deal for um, it was either Cyber Monday or Prime Days, whatever. But Hulu for one dollar, you can it was one dollar a month for a year for Hulu, and but that's the version that had ads in it. Didn't yeah, use it. Black Friday. They that was a Black Friday. Day. Day. Yep, and I got it. Yep, I'll be on that. But I never used it because I couldn't stand the fucking commercials. <laughs> couldn't do it. Yeah, Black Friday every year they come out with that. I'm gonna jump on this Black Friday, but it's a shame, Chris. If you are a YouTuber, you expect them people to watch your ads on your video. That is a shame. I mean, <laughs> once once I get a thousand subscribers, I might see some money off of that. So subscribe to my fucking YouTube channel, everybody. Help Chris get some dollars over here. This shit ain't free. I pour my own hard-earned money into this. Yeah, yeah. So you know, folks saying, "Hey, we getting on there doing this," you know, okay. But there, every YouTuber, every content creator will tell you they poured a lot of their own money and time. And I have to be honest, for this podcast so far, I'm, ah, shit, I'm probably close to like three thousand dollars. Yeah, total. yeah, total. Yeah, and it's only going to go up from there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's cool. going to go up from there. It is what it is. I, I, it is I, I guess to myself. Something, look, I put my entire life into Transform Tuesday. You know what I mean? And it, 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 it is what it is. But, you know, the 
the stuff that I the stuff that I put out there and the the uh, visibility and the education that I provide, you can't put a price on this shit. Absolutely, so it is what it is. Absolutely, but, um, um, we got one last topic, y'all. Here we go. <laughs> Look, it's Pride Month, and you know every Pride Month, you know. Everybody, everybody turns into an advocate for the community. Corporations switch up. And, you know, I'm going to share this meme that really explains what the hell happens during Pride Month. Yeah. So, yes, every company during Pride, I said we gay today. <laughs> uh, you see, we, his mouth is like, oh, sure, we gay today. Like, <laughs> his face is priceless. Right? So, I mean, that's what it is. Like, that's exactly what it is. Everybody's in support all month, and it's just like, all right. And then right July 1st hits. Oh, Star Spangled Banner is July 4th time, and we we done with this. That's it. Don't Actually, after Juneteenth, we're done with it, because then the Blacks take over, then the Blacks start saying, Oh no, it's about us, not the gays. It's Juneteenth. So then we have to fight the whole black for the last half of the damn five months. Hilarious. But I mean, Naomi, I'm gonna just let you let you deliver your, your word uh, of my the evening on this. Is, okay, my thing is with pride. Okay. I think people are forgetting the fact that pride was a protest. It was a protest against police brutality on our community. So now with the world that we are living in, we don't have to worry about police brutality per se, but we have to now worry about the violence and the killings from other people against our community. So please explain to me what the fuck there is to celebrate about. I wait. <laughs> there's nothing to there's nothing to celebrate about. And then when June thirtieth, you know, when when July first, twelve o'clock midnight hits, all of the Black Trans Lives Matters is gonna go. All of the motherfucking rainbow ads is gonna disappear. This shit happens every single year. When do we start banding together? You know what I mean? This is what y'all can do for me to Chris's audience, to my audience, to Michaela's audience, to Roy's audience. Celebrate pride by keeping us the fuck alive. That's how you can celebrate. And employed. And employed. And with health insurance. Mm -hmm. And with jobs. And all of the things that everybody else has. These are things that you can help to, you know, create awareness around pride. It's, pride is more than just jumping and skipping and frolicking around the forest being happy that you're gay or trans. It's about getting the necessary things that we need in order to survive like everyone else already has. But go ahead. Because, honey, I don't oh, want to get on. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I have a rant about pride, too. How, how is it prideful to be walking around naked with a bunch of children? How is that prideful? How is that prideful to have your dick out, your cake out, swinging around, kissing on people, 
sucking on people, but then you want to bring your nieces and your nephews there because it's pride. Like, what the fuck is this about? Like, it's look what they did to pride. That's what they did to pride. They sexualized it and made this made it this big, you know, thing about freedom, bitch. When you're really not even fucking free. And if we're going to talk about pride, why are all of our pride, black people's pride, not in pride month? Um, and Miami's pride is in the end of March. Atlanta's pride is in Labor Day, which is in September. Labor Day is in September. Bitch, it's Pride 365. Fuck all these different freaking pride months and all of the shit. It's Pride 365. Have fun in yourself and create awareness about your community 365 days of the year. Then you won't worry about having a month. And I cannot stand, this is me personally, cannot stand these stupid little Facebook things with the pride thing because why? Like, what is that? Like, I, I just don't get like our community at times, right? We're, we're so protective of who we are and it's our rights to be who we are. But then we want to be like, we're getting, okay, let's be honest. None of these prides are really including the trans community. When you go to pride, you're saying that I'm I'm, I'm gay, I'm here, get used to it. So, why are we even celebrating that shit? Like, it doesn't include us at all. Never did. <clears throat> to be honest, but we crazy. Well, I think, um, you know, the way that you guys are talking about, like how pride is turned, you know, as an outsider, um, the turn, what I saw as a turn was like, hey, this is a celebration. Hey, you straight guy, come on in. We're not so bad. Like, get to know us. Like, it was really like a everybody should be showing up to this and putting themselves around this community that they might not put themselves around typically and get to know and be more comfortable with it. But that's, I'm, I'm not a New York guy. Like, and this is how I perceived it in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, when I was there uh, 10, 15 years ago. But um, you know, that's how I, I saw it eventually where it was like this event and everybody has to go, Oh, we're just going to have fun around the gay people and we're just going to kick it. And, you know, we're just going to be in this LGBT space and isn't it fun? Like we're here with these folks. And there, it, it seemed kind of like a, a, um, gosh, I want to just, geez, it's, you know what it is? Um, oh, fucking y'all, y'all seen Lovecraft Country? <laughs> have y'all seen Lovecraft Country? I, ha- I haven't. Well, there's a scene in Lovecraft Country where uh, the white women go down to a black bar and they just kind of like have fun and they're just being loosening up with the natives, but they're just having fun. So let's go down to a black bar and let's just see what it is. And it's kind of like it gives that feeling a lot of times when people who don't typically mesh with this community or got like nothing to do with it. They just go to well, let's just this is going to be a fun little little trip. Let's just hang out with them and just, you know, look and gawk and take part in this thing that we normally don't take part in. And uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's a delicacy type of deal. I don't I, I'm missing the word. There's a perfect word for this, but 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 the, but the, but and the, the word that you're looking for, Chris, is that is the problem. 
That mm. is the problem because once everybody gets tired of that and June 30 and, and they're able they're able to take their their hooves out of the whole rainbow and trans uh, matters and things like that. Then they go back to living their regular lives where we still have to deal with the same fucking bullshit the other 11 months of the year. And let me tell you how pride is slightly homophobic. Just slightly. Coca-Cola and other big name businesses, you don't get to put a rainbow on your brands and just be like, pride, and we get nothing from it. We don't get none of the money from it. We don't get no programs from it. We don't get no resources from it. We don't get no housing. We don't get no uh, food assistance from it. Y'all just throwing rainbows on shit and selling it. And people just like, I'm here. I'm, I'm going to. And, and this is why pride is slightly, you know, phobic. Because you got to, again, you guys just want us to perform, right? It's another performance. It's another entertainment, right? You wouldn't come if we were talking about serious issues and, and trans women death and. You know, all the prep and, and how prep isn't just for the gay community, but it's also for y'all too. Like y'all wouldn't show up to that, so y'all just only showing up to us performing and voguing and singing and shaking our ass or whatever your local pride do for the straight people. And, and as almost, I'm gonna be forty this year. I'm tired of the performances. Like, hmm. like the only time people care about the LGBT community is when we're performing, when we're, when we're up in geek, when we're on stage, when we're singing, when we're dancing, when we're making you laugh, or when we're watching your children, or stuff like that. But us as human beings, it's no care. I'm terrified of, of the Black Lives Matter movement because I see what other Black countries due to their LGBTQ community, especially their trans community. And I would be damned if I sit up there and, and allow our Black community to do that shit to us and take it back to way back when when y'all used to just stone us to death and, and shoot us to death and, and beat us to death and catch us like, no. like So, I don't know. I just don't. I have an idea. I have an idea. Let's start rolling back gay rights. Let's start rolling back gay rights and see what happens. Oh, well. For the the, the inability to get married, re removing of health care for 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 your for your uh, uh, gay husband or gay wife. Let's start rolling back these things. Since nobody seems to care because trans people have the have the least amount of rights on you know on earth. Let's start rolling back back a lot of the rights that we got y'all. Hello. And see what type of world that this would be. Then you would have a reason to uh, then there would be a need for pride. Because right now, this is not pride. What y'all turned it into is not pride. If trans people are suffering and getting killed out here, nobody should the fuck be celebrating. And I said it. 
And it's the stuff that continues to go on. So like I said, in celebrating this pride, make sure that you are creating awareness and education about our community. It is not about a fucking celebration because there's nothing to celebrate. And okay. as men who date trans women, we, it's not about marching. It's not about, you know, if you want to be part of the community for real, for real, you know, during this Pride Month, take one of your best trans sisters and update her recipe. Take one of your best trans sisters and listen to her business idea and help her out, right? Mm -hmm. As a community, there's so much knowledge that we have that we don't share, that we don't um, agree. Don't, agree. Don't Everybody wants to hold on to. You're so Correct. right. And I'm going to sit here and say, this is a community thing. Like, we want to celebrate pride, um, but we don't even support each other unless we have a blue check by our, our names, right? We don't support each other unless we run around here on videos doing drugs or with our with our lilies out screaming stupid shit. Like, we don't support each other for real, for real. So how can we be pride in a community that we don't like? Hmm. Well, to your point, um, I will definitely offer my services to anybody who wants to use it. Please inbox any of the platforms of on men like us. Uh, I do hiring. I do review resumes, and I have updated resumes for some trans folks. I've proofread some grant proposals for people. Uh, ladies, if any of y'all out there got a resume that needs some fine-tuning or you just want to know what a hiring manager might think about it, send it to me. I'll take a look. I will take a look. I will help you reformat it. We will go through a couple drafts. I'm I'm happy to work with anybody and help. If 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 your goal is to get a job, God damn it, I'm here to do whatever I can to help you get one. So there, I put it out there. It's out there in the ether. Okay, and everybody <laughs> knows Trans Talk Tuesday. I say this every show. My inbox is always open, but at the same time, you have to be the one. To want it first before anybody else can want it for you. You have to want it first. You make the first step. You know what I mean? And wanting better for yourself and wanting, you know, you know, bigger and better for yourself. Then you, the universe will send you people strategically. I'm here as a, as a living witness. We'll send you people strategically to help you. So you don't feel like that you're alone. But you have to make the first step. Yeah. And um, look, I, here, okay, here, I'm going to just throw this out there because, look, eh, and this isn't my story. Uh, all I can say is, uh, you know, one of the guys in the group, you know, we have our little clubhouse chats and we have our little Facebook chats and whatever else. But one of the guys in the Facebook group was telling me, like, you know, he found himself in a conversation with a lot of women. And he was like, look, if y'all are mad about how stories are getting told, yo, I mean, we got some we got some talented writers in this community. We got some talented who whatever, whatever's here. In fact, I know people that can get you set up. How's about, you know, y'all get together and start doing X, Y and Z. 
And like he was really like ready to put them in contact with the right people to help them do what they said they wanted to do. And, you know, one of the uh, I'll just say one of the clout chasers, one of the loud minority clout chasers came in and was just like, excuse me, are you trans? Well, then you shouldn't be talking in this conversation and just like shut him down. It was like, all right, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. And he just he, he he was willing to use his privilege to put some people on, and he got shut down because he was a dude. And I'm not talking about the same person that I think that you're talking about. Because I don't, nah, I don't think you know her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think you know her, but uh, it was just one of those like. Let's see. This if, if, if men want to use their privilege to help community, let us help. Not all of us are the enemy. Yeah, not, not everybody has a hidden agenda. You know what I mean? No, not, some, no, 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 not at all. Sometimes, sometimes whether where you guys dwell at aren't safe spaces for the women who really want help. Because y'all friends bully the girls. And the girls, y'all think these girls are mean to y'all? <laughs> I'm being on the other side before the girls see it for you. The girls are busy. So when the girls do want help, they don't have a safe space. So I could just ask that sometimes guys look outside of the spaces to find girls who are really trying. Because there are a lot of girls who are really trying. They're just, it's just trans spaces aren't safe for them. Because the girls can see it for them, but they just aren't at their potential yet. So instead of helping them like they should, they bully, they pick on, and they run the girls away. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, look, I, I think that was a very dope discussion about all this stuff. Um, you know, we, we definitely went in on Pride and kind of talked about a little about some community stuff. Um, Miami, there is one comment for you. What? I, I, I can't see any other, other, other things that are going on, so tell me. I have to about. bring it up because somebody asked a question and he wanted some clarification. What's up? Let's, let me scroll back and find it. Okay, so back to the beginning of all this shit. <laughs> My man, Angelo Martinez, he said, alright, for, for clarity though, it's okay that I have friends who happen to be trans or should I just reject their friendship so I don't risk being called a chaser? Like, what's the no, final word on all this? You, but see, yeah, because let me, let, me, let me scroll back to the, the beginning of it because I because based on him answering this question, I don't think he was here from the beginning. So basically what I was saying was um, you know, if you're you're the only person that is aware of your intentions with trans people. You know what I mean? It's not something that it can be seen or can be worn. You know what I mean? Or can, can be, you know, other people can see. You know what I mean? So if you are a person that has nothing but trans people on your profile or on your page, then to me, I mean, I can't speak for anybody else, but to me, that is... You might not be a chaser, but those are chaser-like tendencies. Sorry to tell you. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? If, yeah. if you don't have nothing else on your Facebook page, not what you cooked last night, not your family members, not, you know, or, or anything like that, and your whole entire profile is nothing but trans women, then that is a fetish for me. That, that's the same thing with shoes. That's the same thing with handbags. That's the same thing with jewelry. Anything like that. That's how. That's what I'm saying. You can uh, you can accept or reject as many trans women as you want, my love. <laughs> but I mean, if there is nothing but that one specific thing on your page, to me, that's kind of like a fetish or an addiction of some sort. I mean, it's DL. And that just means that you have another page that's your real profile somewhere that you're hiding from me. So that's another trigger. Listen to my, yeah. listen to my sister, McKayla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's some DL shit. So, I mean, yeah. I, I would say it's some DL shit if that's so like, if you have a whole separate that, profile for it. That's what I mean by that, love. Yeah. Like, okay. has anybody ever put you on blast, Chris, for all of the friends that you have on Facebook? Um, not specifically. Okay, but you know, Boy, I, I've heard people you. talk I'm about it, and yeah. I, I. So, so the conversation that I've heard is, you know, look if if a guy makes it clear that he has experience in the community or he knows a lot of girls in the community, I don't want him. And you know, I only want men that and, like and I'm that there first. That I mean, that's 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 just that's just stupid. That that, that goes to the conversation. I, I hope we have a few seconds. I want to talk about this on damn national TV. <laughs> Ladies, I understand this for you. I do. But God damn it, I'm tired of living my life behind y'all fucking this story. It is fucking <laughs> asinine and physical and logical makes not a bit of sense for you. Even if you hate it, even if it disgusts you every day, for you to be walking around with your original parts, but then to criticize the men who like the girls who still have their original parts, you are a problem in this community. You need to focus on having your SRS and leave these men alone after you have your SRS. Then date men who just like vagina. <laughs> I'm laughing because she's right though. <laughs> she is so she is so right. But see, the thing about it is, is that these are the people that have problems and don't know how to differentiate what sexuality is and what identity is. They are two separate oh. things. They are two totally separate things. And even trans women try to conjoin these two things at the at, at their convenience. No, girl, even if you say it, identity and sexuality are different. Find out who you are as a woman and then find out what you like sexually. You cannot like, you cannot conjoin the two. They are separate. That's the last time I'm gonna freaking say it. Damn it. I've been saying it for four years. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. And just because you are ashamed of your body does not give you the right to shame men for what they do with their body. Very You're right. comfortable. 
these are things that they've been hoping and dreaming for for a long time. And a lot of girls enjoy fulfilling those fantasies. I'm not saying that we're fetishes or nothing, but I'm trying to not, you know, I, I'm trying to see that it's a power thing. Like, it's a power thing. There's a lot of trans women that, like, try to exude that power over over men because, you know, listen, even when I was in sex work, I tried to do it. But I had to realize that, bitch, I like, if I'm trying to be in a relationship with somebody, I cannot exude, try to exude that same power over them. You know what I mean? Like that. It has to be a joint thing and not what where one is more powerful than the other. For me, it's I'm, I'm thinking that it's more of like a, this this power struggle. You know what I mean? They want they want to be in charge of what the man thinks, what the man says, what the man does, and all of this thing. And it's not that way, and vice versa. You know what I mean? It's it like everybody wants to have this like unmitigated power again, and 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 it, it shouldn't be that. It just it just shouldn't be that. Yeah. No. That's that's um, and that's a huge part. That's a huge part of why I'm not popular. <laughs> <laughs> Here's part of why I'm not popular. I, I will not. Uh, I, I just won't capitulate. I'm not going to accept anybody's narrative and I'm just not going to take your bullshit on. So, you know, yeah, if you got a problem with who I am and what I like, you know, I didn't say fuck you to the world to just sit here and take your shit. So I'm proud of who I am. Now, I don't now I don't need to be running into every space talking about this shit, but. I'm not going to slink away and go back in the closet and shut the fuck up because of what's going on with you. I'm not going to be ashamed because, you know, somebody's telling me I need to be ashamed and there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. No, there's nothing wrong with me and I will not accept that. And I always coach you guys up to be ready for that. Do not let anybody shame you, even from within the community. Do not let them make you feel like there's something wrong with you because there isn't. So, you know, a lot of times it's projection and you need to be you need to understand that people project and you just got to let it be. And, uh, you know, that's that's the advice that I've given time and time again. But, uh, you know, I stand on my shit. But I I, I definitely do understand the sentiment that maybe guys shouldn't be running into mixed spaces talking about, well, I like this and I like that because you don't know how that's going to make somebody else feel. And I get that, you know, that somebody. And, and yeah, yeah. And, and, and I definitely agree with that. You yeah, know I, I totally mean? understand that. Call I call, I don't, I'm not saying that what you're saying is BS, but what I'm saying is in those very same spaces, the girls love to put up a, who got the biggest dick contest? Who got the fattest dick contest? <laughs> 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 who got the contest? So you always talk about that. So well, I think it's even more so, but it's it was so here's what happened. Um I think what was it yesterday or the day before? So we were on Clubhouse and the girls made a room about, you know, circumcised or uncircumcised. And they're like, oh, girls, man. do you like circumcised or uncircumcised? And then they asked all the men, fellas, are you circumcised or are you uncircumcised? But then one of the women was like, well, you know, I could take it either way. But what I really want to know is what do the fellas like? And oh, it was crickets because yeah. the girls the girls did not want to hear shit about what the men like when it comes to dicks. And uh, they were, that was a no-go. 
They did not acknowledge that at all. They just let it sit there. It was silence for a good like 10 seconds. <laughs> and then the host moved on. Okay, so such such girl, what do you like, this or this? And I'm like, I mean, it is. Oh, yeah, uh, that was Sabrina. Sabrina, shout out Sabrina. She was the one that was like, all right, well, let's turn it around on the guys and see what they like. And I'm not gonna lie, I was ready to talk, talk about it. I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck either way. Like, why the fuck would I care? Like, I don't give a shit. But I, I think it's weird that somebody would give a fuck, but all right, sure. I just have this secret theory that the girls have such a dysphoria and such a hatred of penis that it turned into this hatred of men because they have a penis. Oh, maybe, maybe that could be. Uh, yeah, could be. That could uh, be. But see, that goes to the fact that honey, they need to realize the difference between identity and sexuality. That we don't have those problems. I mean, really, at the end of the day, we all grown, and let's just be. I would love for uh, I would love for everybody to just be comfortable speaking honestly and just like without policing. When I say policing, I mean without saying, hey, uh, man, be respectable. <laughs> Don't talk about dicks if you like it. Like, how dare you? No, we're grown. Let's just talk about what we like. Okay, we're having a if we're if if this is a sexual conversation and this is hey everybody, what do you like? Who what do you like? We're talking about this, we're talking about that. Guys, don't talk about this. That's not respectable. What? Like we all grown here. Like people want to hear what you like. My mama ain't in this room, so they can police it. Yeah, Yeah. like it's it's, uh, so. I I think you know we just need to get to a space where we can all kind of relate to each other a little bit. But um, you know, I get it. Maybe it'll just never happen. But I promise you this much: (laughs) I have never been in a group conversation with men where we're sitting around talking about women's dicks. That has never happened. We do not sit around a group. When we get together, we do not sit around and talk about that. That is just not, that has never been a topic of conversation. Now, I've heard in a one-on-one conversation, I've heard a guy, you know, go on about whatever else. Fair enough. But like in group settings, we just, that ain't it. Well, I mean, you know, and and even even if it were that, you know, that's y'all platform, that's what y'all talk about. And it should be really, if people want to follow y'all, follow y'all platform, Mm -hmm. y'all should be able to talk about whatever you want to talk about, whatever it is, because it's a platform for y'all. For sure. And and all this stuff has to be relatable for all guys. And that's, you know, that's why there's been kind of a shift in my show even more to just be completely honest about a lot of things because men out there are wondering, they have questions. And the more that I police my own language and make it suitable for women, the less valuable it is for the guys out there who are just truly looking for raw, honest answers. Right. And conversation. And, 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 and it doesn't become, and it's not authentic. No. It's not authentic. No. And then my show sounds like their shows and their shows don't help guys. So uh, like, <laughs> no, we're here for I'm, I'm here for the guys i'm here to help the brothers so you know sometimes uh people get it twisted they're like yo so what are you well you're supposed to be for the community chris you're supposed to be trans amorous trans tra- amorous means love doesn't it and i'm like i mean i guess so sure whatever I, i'm here for the fellas like 
the guys come first for me because nobody else gives a fuck about them. And you know, I'm I'm what what uh I think I said this last show too, but I, I saw a quote on Facebook and it was just so fucking true. It's like be the person your younger self needed. Mm. And that's what I try to do with this is I try to be that person that 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 content creator that I wish was there for me when I had questions about myself, when I was trying to figure things out, understanding my gay, is this what what's going on with me? All these all these things, I was really just out. I had questions, I had tons of questions and no answers. Yeah. No community, nobody to ask That's about a good it. Advice. So that used to be my goal too, and then I realized the trans community is crazy. So then I found the gymnastics community, and then I found the community that loves me. Look, go where you're appreciated. Yeah, go where you're appreciated. Part of that again. That's what it, that's what it boils down to. Go where yeah. you're appreciated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think some people get the wrong impression that um people have to put up with you and your shit. And people don't. They can just choose not to and just walk away. Like, don't have to. So, you know, people do. You got to make a, make the best choice for you out there, folks. Protect your peace. That is uh, Angelo Martinez. Uh, that is his quote from last show. Protect your peace. Uh, that is a piece of advice that I give to everybody. Yes. Look out for you at all costs because nobody else, nobody else will look out for you like you. So, um, I know we've been going on to kind of meander, yeah, but I think we've had some really. I don't want my phone to cut off. <laughs> well, uh, look, we had a great conversation, and I appreciate you joining us today, Niambi and Michaela. Love we having will, you on we again. We will do this again. We yeah. will do this again because I loved everything about this. All of this was everything. Yeah, it was definitely a dope conversation. Uh, shout out to Roy, even though his screen froze down there, it's kind of just stuck. <laughs> But um, yeah, shout out to everybody in the comments. The comments were lit today. Uh, you know, Harmony, Kanisha, what was it, Cynthia, Mike, Angelo, Miss Miss Maja, uh, hey. Monica Hatchet, G Mike. And we had some more guys in there today too, which was dope. Shout out to Lynn, Tony. Uh, what the fuck is that other guy's name? Oh, yeah. shout out to Nicole, Christina. You know, I absolutely love having everybody here today. And uh, please, please, please share this video. Share this video on your pages. Share it with share your friends. Ladies, at. share this shit with the brothers you know out there. That's Y'all right. know it's some brothers that need to hear this shit. You know, uh, it's, it's very important that men hear this kind of stuff because a lot of times they don't know that there is any other way to live outside of being DL. Some cats don't know that you can be more than just trade. I didn't. I didn't know I could be more than just some fucking, you know, uh, porn watching chaser. I didn't know I could be open. I didn't know I could grow. I didn't even know that wasn't an option. Didn't know anybody that did that shit. Men, you got to put this in front of guys because they just, a lot of them just don't know that they, life could be different. So present this option to them. Share these videos. Share my channel with all the guys you know because I'm just trying to reach more men and help them grow. So, you know, please do me a solid to help out. Um, and please, please, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Need, need more people on there. Follow me on Clubhouse. We're going to do some more Clubhouse conversations. 
And we have really dope chill sessions on Clubhouse. Michaela's been on there. We kick it. Wait, Talk wait, about wait. all sorts of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so follow me. Yeah, at way, I'm going to uh, yeah. use my gymnastics platform to do a spaces about the community. So we could get so, because, you know, my spaces be lit. So come on. So everybody join my Twitter. We're gonna, I'm going to, I don't know what day. It's going to be probably Wednesday. We're going to set that day aside and we're going to do a pride thing on my spaces and going to meet all my little white gymnastics friends and my white trans gymnastics. It's going to be cute. It's going to be really Yes, honey. She had a Lori Hernandez, honey, on her thing. You better go follow some. Wait. Follow some. Follow some. Definitely make it happen, y'all. Michaela loves gymnastics on Twitter. Yes. Um, oh shit, YouTube. Also, follow on Facebook, please, if you're listening on audio platforms right now. If you're not listening on audio platforms, go subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and then leave a five star review. Um, more five star reviews that we get on the podcasting platforms, the easier it is for other people to find it. So, we want to make this show as discoverable as possible because there is a guy out there who doesn't know there are other men like himself and he could use this. So please help me out. Follow help me reach more men. So they can get a hundred subscribers so they can get a space. space yes. At men like us pod on Twitter. Follow men like us on Twitter as well. Um, you know, we, 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 we do stream the shows there. Uh, we retweet a lot of really dope stuff from community on there. Um, so yeah, definitely follow us on, on, on Twitter as well. Because so I think I got all the really want to get monetized on is Twitter. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if anybody knows somebody at Gilead, get get them for me because this show should be sponsored by Prep. Okay, it should be sponsored by Discovery. So that's the goal. We gonna get Gilead out here, and they are gonna give Chris some money to to to, to pimp out Prep because I push Prep heavily in the men's group. All men should be on Prep. I think everybody should be on it, period. It's a harmless pill. Like, I didn't have any side effects. I just take it, whatever. It's just one pill a day. So it's, it's a tiny, it's not, not one of those big dinosaur pills. It's a little, itty bitty little pill. <laughs> so easy to ingest. But, uh, you know, it, it, it helps. It prevents so much. So with that, we are out. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And we will see you next time. Trend Talk Tuesday. This Tuesday, June 8th, 11 a.m. Be there or be nowhere. There you go.